two. One. Barbecue. Three, two, one. Barbecue. Three, two, one. Barbecue. Three, two, one. Welcome to Barbecue 321, Episode 6. Today we get with Tillman Nelson and Craig Thompson of Tillman's Barbecue, veterans of the series Barbecue USA Season 2, where they appeared at the Jimmy Jam Barbecue Slam. We will talk about that and the evolution of competitive barbecue, the rise of hot and fast cooking methods, and the increasing numbers of teams entering the barbecue competition scene. They also touch base on their dream festivals, upcoming events, and plans to teach classes, and much, much more. So stick around for Barbecue 321 Pitmaster Interview Episode 6. Let's go. Barbecue. Three, two, one. Barbecue. Three, two, one. We're here today with Tillman's Barbecue, Pitmaster Tillman Nelson and Craig Thompson. So happy to see you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. And you all are in the second episode of the new season of Barbecue USA, which is Jimmy Jam Barbecue Slam. And it will be airing uh, July 17th. How was it being on camera for Barbecue USA? How was your whole experience? Overall, it was a great experience. I mean, there was definitely times where a little overwhelming, I would say. But the crew was fantastic. Like, you know, not in our way. Let us do our thing. Yeah. You know, they're supportive of what we were doing, which was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was it was nerve-wracking being, you know, first time being filmed doing something you love to do. Did it change up your cook at all, or what happened when the cameras are rolling? Is the pressure on a little higher? Yeah, I mean, I think we just had, you know, the blinders on, man. We were just in the zone. I mean, granted, that was our first time cooking together against, like, we would cook next to each other. We, we talked about this before. Right. So we would joke with each other, but he was never in my trailer when I was doing my thing, and I was never in his trailer when he was doing his thing, so... We had a whole new vibe going on, cooking together. The wives that are involved, helping us box up the meats and everything. And then the camera crew, of course, was involved. So it was definitely a, a unique experience, but it was awesome. Tell me a little bit about the uh, Jimmy Jam Barbecue Slam. Is that your guys' go-to? I support it. I, I, yeah, I one we won't it. miss for sure. Yeah. I mean, Tillman, he's been doing it, I guess, what, since they started? Well, they started it 2015 in a parking lot somewhere really small. And then I got involved in 2018. And ever since then, tight with the crew, the whole organization itself, they have a great cause. They do so much for the community. And so I stepped up and started sponsoring with my barbecue sauce. So I've been a part of that whole thing since 2018. I found out through Tillman, he's like, dude, you got to get up here, cook. It's a great organization. You know, they give a lot back to the community. I jumped on board and won it. Yeah. <laughs> Was that your first time there? This is my my second year competing. The first year I ended up winning. I invited him in any one. <laughs> yeah. This year was a little bit bigger though, from what we were told. Like it's been growing every year. This year was the first year they sanctioned, so it had grown so exponentially throughout the years without being sanctioned, which is a lot to say. And then they finally sanctioned it or this year, and now of course they're going to carry on it. You know, years and as of now, it's the biggest contest in the state of Florida. Yeah, sanctioned. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's grown tremendously. Right. Let's back up a little bit. I want to hear where did you guys get your start in this whole competitive barbecue world? We met doing an amateur backyard contest. Neither one of us never really competed before. My story: the guys at work brought me the flyer because it was a local event. And, I, and they're like, you need to do this because we used to mess around and work and bring in our barbecue and compete against each other. And then I met him there and that's where that happened. You know, I kind of fell in love with outdoor cooking. 
found a grill in a, in a garbage and was like, I'm going to go home and smoke some stuff. Friends and family telling you it's the best thing they ever had. And, you know, you get a little more charisma, I guess, to go out and compete. You know, met up with Lee. And we ended up living close enough to each other and just became good friends over the years and trying to figure this whole barbecue thing out. Yeah. You guys are doing it on the weekends right now. How many contests are you doing since the Jimmy Jam the first time you teamed up? Yeah, that was the first time we cooked together. Prior to that, we were cooking a few next to each other in 22. His work schedule was a little challenging for him to do more. Yeah. I decided at the beginning of the year, and I got my wife on board, so I got permission <laughs> to do all the FBA events I could do and some KCBS in between. So we've been on a pretty strong mission since the, since Jimmy Jam. That was the first out of the gate. Yeah, that was the first contest out yeah. of the gate in January, and I've been nonstop. And now, granted, over the summer, it slowed down the past month. Thankfully, I needed a break. A lot's happened for me. Luckily, I've been doing pretty well. We got our first grand champion in Haines City in February, which we were super stoked about. And then I got an award with one of my sauces with the American Royal, which is really cool. Best sauce on the planet. So this year, I'm just trying to continue that momentum, see if I can drag this guy with me. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, even though I'm not there physically, you know, I'm there. We're texting back and forth, you know, all weekend. We got a group chat going with the wives, yeah. sending box pictures. Like, I mean, I'm still there. I'm just not there. <laughs> I always tell them, have fun driving home, you know? <laughs> That's the worst part. <laughs> He's the but, virtual assistant. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The virtual there. pit master. We've been talking to a lot of different pit masters and it's pretty divided. Like there's the ones that are just saying we're going for it and that's their main job, but the majority have to work. And that's very impressive. Just juggling all that and still getting cooks in. I can't imagine that it's easy to do. Oh yeah. It wears you out. Yeah. Trying to fit uh, family vacations in between. I keep trying to persuade the wife. Hey honey, we're visiting a rare place. We're just cooking barbecue while we're here. That's all. Exactly. They're all vacations. They're all mini vacations. Exactly. You know, you guys have been in this for a while. What's the biggest change you've seen in competition barbecue over the last few years? I mean, I, I know it's been growing. We've only been involved with it for the last year and a half or so. And just even the little bit that we've seen, there's a momentum oh, yeah. coming up with it. Yeah, the popularity has skyrocketed. The challenge now is it's so hard to yeah. win a category. When so many good people out there. When we started, there was virtually no classes. There were there was classes, but you would fly out of state usually to find a class, or if one of the local guys doing a class, it was rare. Yeah. Now these newer cook teams will step in the scene had already taken a class or two. They know things that it took me and him five, six, seven years to learn, and they'll learn them out of the gate and be able to come in and either beat us or hang right there with us right. Which is really cool, but it's also challenging. It's changing the whole game. Really. Yeah, I mean, it makes you have to be better than thought you were. You got these guys coming out of class that shaved six years, and they're telling you something you just learned last night or something. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like, how did you know that? <laughs> My next question was going to be, what advice would you give to some of these guys that are just starting out now in competitive barbecue? But you're saying they're coming in hot. They know more. Oh, they're coming in hot. No, I would definitely say, yeah, if you have a class, that's in your area, take it, whether it's backyard or pro, just learn the basics, learn fire management, flavor profiles, tenderness. Everybody has a good sauce. Everybody has a good rub, but the tenderness is the game. Keeping on that track, what are some of the other essentials like in gear and stuff? What are you guys running now? I mean, I've still got 
my usual, my big offset stick burner I run, Outlaw, that's out of Indiana. I still run the drums. I mean, the biggest difference is whether you want to cook hot and fast or low and slow. Like a lot of guys now are leaning towards the hot and fast because you get the proteins done half the time. Where, say, back in the day when we first started, we were doing the overnight cooks, staying up all night. So the extra sleep helps. <laughs> Even though it's fun to stay up all night and, you know, drink beers and hang out and talk, but, dude, to be on your game, you have to, you have to get some sleep. So the hot and fast, is what most people are leaning towards just, you know, nails it for us. Yeah. Is there a piece of gear you would tell anybody who's getting started out? Like, oh, you should definitely invest in this type of gear. You need thermo pen. It's yeah. like instant read thermometer that has accuracy. What do they call it? A hundred dollar toothpick? hundred dollar toothpick. <laughs> yeah. And you always have to have a camera of some sort, which is the, you know, food holder. It's warm to keep that, to give, give your meats that rest time really. So you always want to have one of those. Instant yeah. thermometer. You know, make it simple for yourself when you're cooking. You know, set up. You have downtime. Set up. Rip your tin foil. Get your pans ready. Yeah. Wash the dishes. Like I always try to stay ahead. That's what helped us cutting that stuff in half. Those are good tips. Good tips. I like asking everybody, what's their top tip for each meat? What's your guys' top tip for chicken? Practice your doneness temps at home and figure out where you want that tenderness to be. Because chicken temp internal temperatures is the key. All right. And what do you, are you doing thighs? I run thighs. I think they get judged better. I think a chicken leg, I like it personally. And they're definitely a lot easier to work with than them. But I don't think all the judges know how to judge them properly. Yeah, I think they're yeah. accustomed to the They're so used to the thigh that it's... I think when you throw a leg in there, sometimes you can get a bad bite on a leg if you're not careful. And we can't really direct them to, to bite it a certain way. So for me, it's the, the thighs is the better option. And, and you did uh, you did well in, in Jimmy Jam with the chicken. You got a call, and how's chicken working for you the rest of those contests you're going to? So I got a ninth place call at Jimmy Jam. It wasn't my best. and usually a top five chicken cook, but my ribs and pork, where I never got calls, now we're coming up. So it's like... Uh, I gained a few and starting to lose the chicken now. I got to dial it back in. Yeah. What's your top tip in ribs then? Oh, you have that. Ribs is definitely tenderness. Like I said, you can slap any rub, any sauce on them. You know, they're all going to taste pretty much the same, but it's getting that perfect bite where the meat pulls off the bone or, you know, where you bit from, but not the whole piece of meat off the bone. So it's a tenderness game again. Like I said, tenderness is key, especially in ribs. Yeah, you don't want them too tight. You don't want them too loose. You want just just that perfect bite. But don't you just want to use the Tillman's barbecue sauce? Exactly. Oh, yeah, I was <laughs> going to smack him, but I didn't want to do it on camera. <laughs> he already said he gets the best sauce in the world right now. That's, That's right. That's play. right. Uh, all right, what's your top tip for uh, pork? I think sweeter pork scores better. Is that just FBA or you guys do the KCBS? I think, that's, I think it's overall KCBS. Overall. I know, yeah, like even out in Texas, they're on sweeter pork. Yep. Yeah, sweeter, not, you know, like candy sweet, but you want some honey notes or some kind of sweetness on it more than heat. Mm -hmm. All right. Top tip brisket. That's a tenderness game. A hundred percent with with brisket. It's got a, the mouth feel when you chew that brisket, that slice is what's going to win it. For, in my opinion, I mean, obviously you still need to balance your, your salt, not too, not too much salt. Not too much smoke, although with beef you can get away with more. But the tenderness on the brisket is the winner. 
Parker no Lord. Bark, that's a controversy. A lot of, yeah, I might get some comments on, but I could care less about my bark, honestly. It's got a nice shine to it. It's darker no matter what. It's just hard, crunchy bark is a no-no. To me, I'm more focused on the tenderness, period. Have you turned in crunchy bark and gotten dinged for it, or you're just always turning in the same bite-through bark? It's usually soft. It, yeah, the way I cook it, it always ends up soft. I'll pull it out of the cooker and I'm like, wow, it looks perfect. And then by the time I'm done, it's not so the, the bark's not so nice anymore, but it's still, I've gotten so many first places. What about ancillaries? Where do you guys land on that? Do you guys do all the ancillaries <laughs> or do you stay away from them? We try to stay away. We try, yeah, we try to stay away. We just never had any luck in them. Yeah. You know? Like we're like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Like, you know, again, going back to how we started. You know, everybody's sitting around the fire that night when you're cooking a steak. They're like, oh, my God. I think they're just in it for the free meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, our steak and Jimmy Jam was actually good, but we, we put it in the box backwards. So I'm going to clear the air on this real quick. We had a meeting with the SCA that night, and they, they said, is there any first-time SCA cooks? Well, we're not. I cooked SCA in 2017. Well, since then, they had a rule change where – the judges can't move the steak. They can. They have to eat the front part of the steak, where however you put it in the box, they're eating that front part. I wasn't aware of that. They didn't coach us on it. Now that's my. That's our excuse. But anyways, we turned in an awesome steak, but I put it. I put it in what they call upside down. So they ate the tougher part. We didn't do so well. I think we would have done well. Well, I mean, the other scores, appearance, and everything else. Right. We got really good appearance, taste, taste, texture. It was just tough. Yeah. It was just tougher because they ate the, the tougher they ate part. The other side. Yeah. So that'll be on camera. I'm sure they <laughs> emphasize on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> or you guys, I should say. Yeah, Michael, he, he let us know that. <laughs> that was kind Turned of fun. The other side. Yeah. You know, a lot of the ancillaries end up being trimmed down. We're, we re- went shot more of them this season because the network's notes for us for the first season was everyone's getting tired of seeing the same four meats. So that's why we really were pushing the ancillaries and trying to right, just get some other yeah, techniques in there. Yeah, just get some other techniques. But I think most people have kind of a similar feeling. There's either people who love ancillaries or they're like you guys saying, only if we have to. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're going so, to cook four meats, not five. Or exactly. Exactly. The Royal, there's, there's like, at the American Royal, there's like eight ancillary. Yeah, there's like dessert, beans, turkey, potatoes. I'm like, I don't cook any of that stuff. You know, Jimmy Jam obviously is one of your guys' festivals that you really love, or or ones that you dream of going to. This year, because of that win we had in Haines City, it was a state championship, so we got invited to the Kansas City American Royal. That's always been a dream. And then with the sauce, winning the best sauce on the planet thing, now it's like we have to go, because no matter what, we're going to be walking the stage. So that's really awesome. But in terms of local contests... Q for a Cure. Uh, yeah, Q for a Cure with Ronnie, Ronnie Elser's contest. She puts on a great event for... Her cause, Camp Mac, is another Florida Barbecue Association contest that's at the actual Camp Mac yeah, campground. It's Lake, Lake Wales. It's up there in Lake Wales in Florida. That's amazing. Uh, Apalachicola, of course. I That was my first time going to that. I was yeah. there. That place is awesome. The setting is amazing. And you're, you literally just walk to any oyster bar you want right there in town. So it's awesome. Yeah. Now, Craig, will you be going to the Royal? Oh. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't really discussed too much on it. You know, I congratulated him when he got invited, and obviously winning the sauce was fucking badass. So yeah, I was happy, happy for that. 
as far as making the trip out, I don't know, maybe I'll meet, I'll meet him there. Go <laughs> <laughs> fly out. Parachute in. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys have going on right now? What's coming up? I know you have a little bit of a down in Florida that usually take the summer months off, but then it starts heating yeah. up again in the fall. Yeah, that's what I'm preparing for now. I've been taking a break, but come September, we have Q for a Cure right out of the gate on September 15th, which is Ronnie Elser's contest. Great event. And then Perry, Florida, that'll be one of my first times going to that that's event. What, two weeks after? That's the following weekend right after Ronnie. So it's like, we're going to go to Q for a Cure, then we're going to go to Perry. And straight from Perry is when we drive to Kansas City. And then we're going to go to Kansas City, of course, from the 23rd, 22nd, all the way to October 1st, by the time we make it back home. And then the following weekend is Panama, which is all the way back in the panhandle for us in, this, in South Florida. And then the following week is Heart Springs, which is in North Florida again. <laughs> another five hours. Right, another five-hour drive. And then Camp Mac. All right. And then November, there's three more. Yeah. You don't think when we were at Apalachicola, everyone was saying like how far away it was from Miami and Southern Florida. I mean, you think, oh, it's in Florida. You guys are right there. But it's yeah. a long haul to get up. We won, the furthest, we won that furthest uh, <laughs> furthest right. drive award. I remember that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting in the audience doing the math, the miles, because he was asking who drove the furthest. And like, I guess we did. And yeah. he was doing the miles. All right. So bringing it back to advice from you guys, since you guys are veteran pit masters. One thing you wish someone had told you when you were starting out in barbecue competitions? Keep it simple. If, I, if someone would have told me to take a class, and I did, I would have saved me a lot of time and money. But it's been a fun ride, so can't change it. Yeah. So are you guys doing classes? Do you guys teach classes? Yeah. I'm no. actually planning on it. I just haven't uh, started, selected a date yet and really sat down and ironed it out. But that is... Definitely in the works. I'm planning on doing some classes. All right, cool. And then to find all your stuff, just go to the website, all your sauces yeah. and everything. Yeah. Tillmansbbq.com. All my sauces are on there. I have some new rubs coming out soon. Some and uh, some, yeah, I got some merch, of course, some shirts. <laughs> yeah. But, and then any classes and things like that will be announced on there or social media at Tillmansbbq.com. Or no, it's just at Tillmansbbq. Yeah. Well, great to see both of you. I really appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck with everything. Sounds like you're going to have a busy Thanks. fall coming up. You got a big yeah, sure. royal trip and I, all the travel coming up. I don't envy you for that. But uh, <laughs> good luck with all that. And July 17th is the air date for the Jimmy Jam Barbecue Slam a Barbecue USA episode. Keep us posted. We'll be checking on Tillman's website. See what's going on with you guys. That would be great. Sweet. Appreciate it. Barbecue. Barbecue 321. Thank you for listening to Barbecue 321 Pitmaster Interviews. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, subscribe to the podcast or check out BBQ321.com. Also, be sure to check out Barbecue USA, airing Mondays at 10 p.m. on Food Network and streamable on Max.